I'd rather watch a, a, anything happening to a human in a video than anything happening to an animal. Yeah, video. isn't that funny? What's up with that? If there was like a like a person hanging off a cliff and then a dog, both whom I didn't know. You would save the dog? 100%. <laughs> that dog is going to bring we say so that? much joy. Can we say that? I, I just said it. I don't give a fuck. This is the Hush Fellows Podcast featuring Joe and Pete they discuss life's harsh truths and make fun of everything you said something to me the other day uh yeah. what would you yeah what was that again because i was thinking about that all i was thinking about it all night but it fucked you up a little bit didn't it it's like a double well what did yeah, it say it was right, a double so it's a double edge i saw pete the other day and i asked him i was like yo would you rather be a good man or a great man and then right there, I was like, a "It's a heavy question." Well, right away, my head goes to great man. I want to be fucking great, dude. Mm -hmm. But then you think about it, it's like, wait, are all great men good men? Are all good men great men? But I was thinking about it, like, what is great means that you're also good because. It in, like it, it great encompasses good in a way. Sure, in one aspect, sure. Yeah, because like the word great means you're more than just good, right? You're good, and then and then you're also then some. So like when I said to you, I was like, okay, well, not all great men are good. But then I was thinking about it. I was like, wait, isn't that, doesn't being a great man encompass also being a good man? So it's you the, can't be a great man without being a good man. It's the kind of question that you go like, oh, I, I have my answer. All right. Okay. Good night. And then it's just the middle of the night. Just fucking. The fucking just. <laughs> you just wake up. <laughs> Dude, I, that's I don't know if I, I understand thinking. it. Yeah. No, it's, 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 I've been thinking about it since I asked, since I asked it to you. And then even before that, because yeah. good to me is it's, I mean, it's all subjective, right? Yeah. Like nobody kinda. explained to me. What is the difference between what's a good man, what's a great man? I have my own definitions. So right? what's your definition? So a good man, which which reminds me of the Steven Seagal movie. Nobody oh, watched that, by the way. <laughs> a good man. It's so bad. He's not a good man in the movie. Um, but a good man is like morally, you know, rock solid. And just... Virtue, I would say virtuous, and I would say has all the qualities that one would deem a good person would have. Really none of the bad qualities per se, right? Even though we all have bad qualities in some way. But never really did anything that bad. Never broke the law, never just, just an all-around good man, good-hearted also another thing but then maybe you have a great man who maybe accomplished a lot of things but like beat his kids i mean is he really good because he's great i don't think so because you could be great you could be like elon musk do all these like really interesting things and invent all these things and whatever but then like on the side you're just you know like let's say every time he's with somebody out to eat he jerks off in their food that's not cool that's not good how many people do that though I don't know. Not too many great people, though. But great, I feel and like you to could be, be great at jerking off in someone's food. But that—that's <laughs> true. You could be great at that. <laughs> you could be you like, could be great at that. <laughs> but then you're still not good, or maybe you are good. Yeah. Maybe that person deserved it. I hate words, bro. Yeah. They bind good, us. Great, like what? the language constricts us, man. It's but like, like, like this is the thing. In order to actually be great, at like, who's a great, who's a great man in your opinion? Like modern day. Alive. I think right away, great one man. person just pops up, Tony Robbins. Okay, Tony Robbins is a great man, right? Yeah, but he's also a really good man. I would agree with you. I wonder if Tony Robbins thinks that. Because we don't know what, like, his the entirety of his life. Yeah, well, I don't know what pajamas he sleeps in at night, you know? Exactly. To get that great, like, do you leave behind a, a, a trail of corpses? That's the question. You know? Like, can you really be great and move mountains? And like, here's the thing. Once you're at that level, you have this like responsibility essentially. And you have this, you could provide a much needed service 
um, in whatever it is you're doing, right? Or whatever resources you've accumulated, if you're wealthy, successful, whatever, you can do a lot of good with that greatness. Yeah. But do you have to sacrifice being good to be great? Now, that, that's something that like you can't know in a case-by-case basis because people, you know, they have skeletons in their closet. They do whatever. Who knows? Yeah. I'd like to think it's possible. Yeah. But if you, if you can only choose one, that's the exercise, is would you rather be a good man or a great man? The condition being, if you're a great man, you've done some shit. I think that's a, pretty, that's a pretty harsh truth. That's why I asked you that question the other day. I don't know if you can be both. You know, like to be great, you got to be cutthroat sometimes to get ahead because there's all these other people that maybe like want the same opportunities you have. And it's like, if you're trying to really get ahead in life, it's a fight, man. It's a dirty, vicious fight trying to just make it in life. Yeah. Or in business too. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like it's all the same to survive. It's tough to have a career is tough to have a career in a certain field is tough. It just gets, everything, everything is tough. The more you put into, the, into your little soup bowl of life, the hardier it gets, the meatier it gets, the crunchier it gets. It just gets <laughs> tougher to digest because you're adding all this shit to it instead of it just being straight up broth, which is, I feel like, how monks live. They don't add anything. It's just broth. They don't have any, com- they like negate competition. Yeah. But the harsh truth about this reality is that everything is a competition. Even though it may not be so direct, it's like indirect and direct competition. Mm -hmm. the harsh truth about it is if you're not competitive you're not gonna succeed you're gonna get washed out and if you if you won't give a dime out of a dollar you won't give a million dollars out of ten damn I don't know where that came from but it came and it came hard came very hard came very hard Elon Musk (laughs) it was an Elon Musk came if you will (laughs) <laughs> just right into someone's soup. Oh, man. Oh, was that the soup you ordered? And then just <laughs> blasting it. Everyone has a freaking dark side. If you say you don't, then you're just hiding. You're hiding for sure. Everyone has a dark side. 100%. Everyone does. The most like good, enlightened priests, popes, whatever you want to call it, like the most virtuous, righteous, holy people, they have fucking super dark sides. You know, yeah. they have to. That's one of the things that I think turns a lot of people off to religion is the, is the you know, these priests and, and the, way, the way they behave. You know, it's, it's, it's unforgivable yeah. in most cases, I would say. You know, I, 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 I can appreciate someone seeking forgiveness for the things that they've done, but not when it's being covered up, but not when it's being like swept under the rug when stuff like that happens, and I've said it before and I'll say it again, like, I'll volunteer. Put me in a locked room with the guy. Even as a Christian, I'll say that. Because there's, there, are, there, is, there is certain evil that just needs to be, like, stamped out. I think all evil needs to be stamped out. If given a chance, it will, it will rise again. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's always like, going to be there, dude. you got to nip things in the bud. If, if, if a priest is doing something like that, he's caught doing something like that, it should immediately be, be like... Removed from the from the from the church, stripped of. Well, what happens when they do that? They get well. They go to jail. They get um, locked up and go to jail, right? They don't. No, no, not always. Not always. Not always, for sure. A lot of people get. A lot of these people definitely get protected. And look, I don't want to go down this road because I'm not the most knowledgeable about it. I just want to stay on the evil. I want to stay on like the evil thing, like the evil good thing. People think it's separate. Like it runs. I think it runs through the same faucet, like hot and cold. I always say, like, mm. when you you when you go home, you turn on your faucet. You have a hot knob and a cold knob. I think it's that simple. You turn the hot knob on a little bit too much, and the cold knob's not turned on. You're gonna burn your hands. But if you turn the cold knob on equal to the hot knob, then you're gonna have a nice. You're gonna you're gonna have a comfortable uh, stream that you could wash your hands under. You know, and if it's too cold then it's still going to be uncomfortable. So it's a balance that you got to like find between the good and the bad. Yeah, everybody likes a lukewarm faucet. <laughs> Everyone likes a luke. That word lukewarm yeah. is like... We like cold to brush our teeth, though. Anybody who brushes their teeth with hot water, you're a fucking weirdo. All right? Any, you, if you brush your teeth with hot water, I'm sorry. You're fucking weird. That's it. <laughs> you're, you're fucking weird. I, yo, dude, I'm going to tell you right And if now. you wash your hands in cold water... <laughs> 
I could let that one slide because it's pure, purely convenient. Otherwise, you got to wait for the water to warm up a little bit. But if you wash your hands in cold water because you like it, it's weird. Come on. Yeah, I, you know what I do? I do both of those things. I'm going to be honest with you. Yo, you brush your teeth with hot water? So I always feel like it's like killing more of the germs and shit. Oh. But then I also wash my hands in cold water at work because I'm always massaging. Oh, but you have a reason to. I have a reason. Yeah. yeah, that's like putting your hands in like an ice bowl. Yeah, like yeah, a bowl, like yeah. A like decreases, like gets the pain out, like decreases. Yeah, the but you have actually, you have you have a sensical reason why you do things. Right. Like um, other people, I, I, I they I, don't I, have reasons. They're just, re they're just. Yeah. If annoying. you do that just because you like to do it, yeah, you're I weird. Would say, yeah, it's fucking bizarre. If you brush your teeth <laughs> with scalding hot water, that's, that's weird. You like you like pain. I don't know. <laughs> What's that called? A masochist. You're a masochist. You're a masochist. But yeah, the good and evil thing is interesting, man. Dude, it's what a story as old as time, right? Oh, I don't man. think I have the capability of doing something evil. Like, I, I don't think I do. Is really? justice evil? Is justice evil? Like, if someone kills my entire family, yeah, and I and I want revenge on them, and I say I say I, I well, killed the guy. Do you take the revenge, or you just want say it? I take the revenge? Is that evil? And so, and, I mean, it depends on what you believe, but, you know, in some ways it could be, yeah. In other ways it could be justice. What's the difference? I feel like evil has intention to destroy something good. Yeah, like what is evil, though? Evil is like pure, like it's I the think... the complete opposite of good. Like if you it's, kill... It's chaotic. A, if, if you're just If you're just a dude and you like, you walk up to a baby and you just kill it, like that's evil. For sure. Because there's like no reason, there's no, no like, rhyme or reason. It's you, helpless. You just want carnage. You can't do nothing. You just, yeah. But then you have like lions that kill their babies, right? They eat their children like lions, like and stuff like that. I guess it's just instinctual. Then it's not evil. But once the conscious mind comes into play, and then you know, like you have virtues, and then you have, you're intelligent enough to create. Um, differences between good and evil because a lion doesn't know the difference it's just instinct there's no like pope lion that's <laughs> just in like the safari with like a big hat on and a big stick like that would be great though if there was my this people this is pope lion <laughs> maybe eating our children is wrong <laughs> maybe we shouldn't do it anymore when we're really hungry you don't maybe have there is such a thing as good and evil and then and then he just gets eaten by all the lions <laughs> that's how it would go Hey, that guy looks good. Should we eat him? Me and Julia watching the um, like Wild Planet, grind. like one of those, yeah, like yeah. Blue Planet, Wild yeah, Planet. And it's rough, dude. Like they traveling oh, yeah. miles and miles and miles without food, then they leave the kid behind to fend for itself, and then like the the it breaks its leg and it can't walk and it's just waiting for its tribe to get. It's like horrifying. Like it's so fucking emotional. You're like, Oh my God, are they going to come back? They all leave. Mm -hmm. I can't watch. I can't watch. It's hard to like watch, that. dude. I can't watch animal videos. Like, like where an animal is like suffering. I yeah. I'd rather watch a, a, anything happening to a human in a video than anything happening to an animal. In yeah. Video. Isn't that funny? What's up with that? If like, there was like a, if there was a, if there was like a, like a person hanging off a cliff and then a dog, if I can only save one, a human being or a dog, <laughs> both both whom I didn't know, you would save the dog. Hundred percent, hundred percent. That dog is gonna bring me so that? much joy. Can we say that? I, I just said it. I don't give a fuck. I've been saying that that same scenario. I've been saying the same shit since I was like six years old. Oh man, is that evil? I can I only pick think, one, dude. That's true. Either way, it's fucked. Either way, it's fucked. You think you're going to feel better if you watch a dog tumble to its death rather than a human? It's the same shit. Yo, why do we feel that way, though? Like, if I see, like, a guy get hit in the head with something, I'll be like, oh, I think it's because, I think it's because, like you said before, lion doesn't have that, that mechanism in its brain to know right from wrong. Yeah. Or maybe they do to an extent, but, like, instinct takes over, no, right? it's pure instinct. Like, human beings have a better way to interpret whether or not something is good or bad. We have a society, Okay. Like, we have that that level of intelligence. That's why, like, I don't feel bad if a human does something stupid. Like, I saw a video. I saw a video the other day. This guy, he throws a towel over a crocodile. It's like an old man, right? He throws a towel on top of the crocodile. I don't know what he's trying to do. I don't know if it's like at a golf course. I don't know where this is. Okay, 
He looks like he's dressed for a Floridian golf course, this guy. He's like an old man. He throws a towel over the crocodile's head. You know how crocodiles do that really scary thing where their mouth is open, they'll be like this? Yeah. But they're not moving? Yeah. But they can move at any second? Yeah. Bro. <laughs> don't mess with a fucking animal that you know it. can move and its mouth is open and it's not moving. Yeah. Don't mess with an animal that's in that position, okay? He throws a towel over it and then it proceeds to mount the crocodile. He gets on its back, grabs its head. As soon as he touches the thing, it flails and like turns around. The towel goes <laughs> flying off its fucking head and it just latches onto the guy's like arm. No, stop. And just starts shaking him violently. Then the video cuts. I don't know what happens oh, that to that guy's guy. dead, dude. Maybe. Then some old lady's just screaming in the background, Carl, no! Like, what do you think was going to happen? This crocodile's also like a big one. It's not like a small one. It's a huge, I don't know if he was trying to wrestle the thing. I don't know what he was trying to do. But dude, that guy got fucked up. I don't know what happened to that guy, but he got fucked up. Now, I watch that and I'm like, ha. Huh. Like, what are you doing? Of course. Do but, you feel bad for the crocodile? Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> but then I watch a video. It's like a lioness grabbing like a baby boar. They were able to get a hold of the baby boar when they were chasing the boar family. And now they got this little baby boar and the lion's holding it like this. The thing's alive. And the lion's holding it like this and just licking it. Getting it ready to probably fucking eat. Now I watch something like that and I'm fucking, I, I'm heartbroken. Yeah. But a dude getting like, like, like destroyed by a crocodile. Now on, on the video, he didn't die. I'm not trying to watch videos where people get killed. But on the video, he, he got what was coming to him for sure. Um, he got hurt. Damn, dude. And you can tell he, this, this man was helpless. Helpless. He was in the jaws of death. Yeah. Who know, I don't know what happened to him. But yeah. He's it was a dead. quick video. And then like the video was like that. And then somebody reacting to it. So it was quick. But, um, but then I see like that little baby boar video. And still, not, not, nothing's dying on, on the video. But it's just the, the situation. Well, you're putting... So that's what your mind fucks you because you're putting together everything in your own Because mind. I know what's going to happen. <laughs> like if that guy died... Say that guy died by the crocodile though. I'd be like, yo, you put yourself in that scenario though. Yeah. You did that. You don't have to go over to the crocodile, throw a towel over its head. Number one, go get a towel. I'd be like, all right, let's go get a towel. Put How it over the thing's head. fuck with Mount the thing. You're, yo, you're like 84 years old, you know? He's bored, retired in Florida. What else is there to do? I hope that, listen, I hope that guy's not dead. I'm not saying I want, I, I think that guy should be dead. But I hope he's not dead. But when you do something like that and that happens, like no shit, right? The baby boar, it's, it's got, it's helpless, it's a baby. Yeah. If it gets caught by a full-grown lion just running at it, and the mother, it gets, the mother's faster, and it gets too far away, now they get this little baby boar snack. That's just sad. So what, hap what happens if the baby boar has no mouth or eyes or nose? Like born that way? Like, yeah. Like, what happens, like... You don't feel bad at all. Like, let's say, like, what? you like, like, <laughs> what are you talking? Like, about? let's. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the baby boar has no face, no mouth, no yeah, nothing. Let's say the baby boar has no eyes. Oh, it's no expression. Nose, face, or anything. It's just like, <laughs> like it's it's the guy from End One, <laughs> the basketball. Right, it's just guy. a flat box. <laughs> then you it's don't, the guy from End One. Well, you don't feel bad then, right? No, I would still feel bad. Would you? So I don't think you would. No, I would because of, because I know it's a baby, and I know it's helpless and defenseless. I, actually, I probably feel worse. I'd be like, oh, this thing doesn't have eyes. I can't see. But if it's just like a box, like a flesh box, <laughs> like a boxed head, which is like our facial expressions make us feel bad. Right. It has no face. But but animals don't have a lot of facial expressions either, and I still feel bad. That's true. It's like you know, no, they they usually have the around. same face the whole time. <laughs> Like animals have the same. Well, dog, like there's different, but like when you see a squirrel, you're telling me squirrels have different faces. I've never seen a squirrel with like have a face other than the one face it always has. Also pigeons. Pigeons don't have, or maybe these are just the New York creatures. They're so hardened by the, by the, by the city <laughs> that their, their faces are just stuck in one permanent position, which is to always be. Um, aware of their surroundings, <laughs> their permanent fucking Yo, their surprise. permanent fucking face is just at all times, right? <laughs>
I'll walk by like a Brooklyn pigeon and I'll be like, it's ready. Like it knows Kung Fu or some shit. There's a big problem with pigeons now. You ever see the pigeons in, uh, in Sunset Park? There's a big problem now because pigeons in Sunset Park are battling with the pigeons in Industry City. Because the pigeons in Industry City have it good. They haven't, they haven't made it. Right, they're eating good. They're, they're like hipster that, pigeons. Like that good yeah. ramen noodle. Like, oh my God, we never knew this was here. Now they're fucking hanging out in Industry City. There's tons of food scraps because people fucking spill shit all over the place. So these people eating, right? Children running around, yeah. blowing bubbles. It's like paradise, right? Oh, shit. Then you have these Sunset Park pigeons that are like, you know, all that's going on over here, man. And they, they roll up to Industry City. And now there's like this turf war happening over there. Be careful when you go over there. Yeah, I haven't been over there recently. Yeah, if you guys if you guys want to visit a cool place in Brooklyn you've never been to, Industry City is pretty dope. Yeah, animals, man, feel bad for them. They're humans, bad, eh. dude. Yeah, it's weird. Well, I have a Larry David approach. What if a human had no nose and eye and eyes and mouth? Can you love it? Yeah, I would still. Can you love it? Can you, <laughs> can you love someone without eyes, nose, and yes, mouth? I think so. Can you? I don't you think? think so. No. No, because now I'm picturing you right now with no eyes, nose, and You wouldn't mouth. love me, bro, if I had no eyes, no mouth, no nothing? <laughs> I would try hard. Mm. No, if it wasn't Joe, like if I didn't know you, like if you all of a sudden didn't have eyes, then I'd be like, Joe, fuck. I'd what probably love you more because I feel bad for you. No, I, I could I could see that because there's plenty of people with noses, eyes, and mouths that like, I let's fucking say don't love at all. Walk, let's say <laughs> someone just walked through those doors right now, no eyes, nose, mouth. But why would we love them immediately? No, I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's <laughs> what the aliens are going to look like. You can't be friends with something like that. Yeah, you well, well, how do you communicate? Maybe you could touch well, you could touch them. No, they could they talk. could touch you. No, they could talk. They could talk. They could talk. But they have no mouth. You no, know, they could talk like just like this, clear as day. They could talk. But oh. they have no mouth, no eyes, no nose. Oh, then you can have a full blown friendship with them. As long if you could communicate even better. No, because you be you look, they have no facial expression. But dude, you could be a you could be friends with a dog. Even though it has facial expressions, because even without facial expressions, it still has feelings. So now, if you're telling if you're telling me a human being came in here with no face, but they could talk, they of course they, they would still be able to, right, have feelings and stuff. <laughs> well, how would you know? Because you wouldn't see. Like, let's say it's happy or it's sad. You oh, well, don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> he or she. <laughs> See, exactly. Is, My mind goes right You to just want to be friends with the N1 guy. I think that's what's happening, that's bro. That's true. N1. If N1 came in here right now, I'd be like, bro, your shorts were dope back in the day. They suck now, though. And then I would say, <laughs> um, you know, how do you feel about that? And if he said, Joe, that really hurts my feelings, but had no expression, I'd be like, I'm sorry. Because, because I feel like maybe he's telling the truth, you know? Unless, because <laughs> N1, N1 was pretty ripped. So maybe he got so much ass that, like, he has he's emotionless now. No, no, no. No, you don't remember N one. I'm trying to picture, like picturing just like a robot. Bro, you know, you know this guy. Where's it from? The basketball clothes. Basketball clothes. Yeah, look, dude. I'm thinking of like a movie, like I am robot. No, no, dude. I you know robot. who I'm fucking talking about? This jerk off. This guy, on all those clothes back in the day. Oh shit! N one was the brand. Yeah, you can't be friends with this guy. <laughs> He's going to steal your wives. He's you going to steal no everyone's wife. what he's doing. He could be planning. You can't tell if he's lying. He's, he's the not. perfect man, dude. He's got no face. He's just a body. He's just ripped up. Wow. Girls don't have to, the girls don't have to deal with his bullshit. Wow. He's gray, too. So he's like racially ambiguous. Right. Like he's exotic. Right. People are going to like that. You can't place him. Yeah, you, yeah can't. you can't place him. He could be anything. He's gray. He was so sarcastic, too. Like this one's like, I'm sorry. I thought you could play. Like, we used to wear shit like that. You remember that? You used to roll up to a basketball know, I court. I don't know if I was like that, dude. No, you didn't, you didn't wear N1? I was just never into sports. Like, I just, I don't know. For some reason, like, we... we I like playing the soccer that we played together. That was fucking dope. Yeah, yeah. Remember, like, what back in the day we used to go to the park and stuff? Like, we, it would always be basketball shorts, even if you didn't play basketball. Like, basketball shorts yeah, were, like, the I guess Brooklyn I wore staple. That. Yeah. Those, like, colorful... Long, like below the <laughs> yeah, knee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way too big. You'll grow into them. Like my mom would go to Models <laughs> and just buy everything on sale. You'll grow into them. I was wearing fucking capris walking onto the basketball court like, who wants to play basketball? With a shirt that says, sorry, I thought you were better. <laughs> my mom had me dressed with all that shit. Like yeah. you don't pick what you wear when you're a kid. Your parents pick what you wear. They Dude, pick you know what I had? I don't know who the yeah. fuck bought it, but I had a FUBU hat. I didn't even know what it was. 
I don't even know what that is. Is Fubu. that bad? Fubu? <laughs> is that a TV? We have Fubo TV. Is that no, the same no, thing? no. No, Fubu, the, the, the clothing brand. Oh, shit. The clothing brand, bro. Oh, shit. That's not around anymore. All right. I'm not even going to look this up. I'm just going to paraphrase based on what I remember. Okay? Because it's really funny. So Fubu is a brand that like a lot of black people wore, right? And from from what I remember on the street, it stood for <laughs> for us by us, Fubu, F U B U. Okay. Okay. I don't know if it actually stands for that. I'm not gonna look it up because I think it's hilarious. Yeah. And I'm, this is the narrative I've had since I was five years old, so I'm sticking with it. Yeah. You okay? can't change. Unless it, somebody right? tells me otherwise, that's what I'm gonna believe. Okay. Because that's what. The streets told me. All right. So that's what Fubu is to me. Okay. All right. Yeah, don't go against the streets, bro. African American people wore it. Apparently they make it and they wear it. All right. For us, by us. Okay. We had a dope hat. It was yellow. Me and my brother like shared it. I don't oh, know where we got shit. it. It was a yellow like yellow. cap with like this like cool monkey on it. He was like this angry looking monkey, like a almost like he looked like a like a, the it was like the the art style of like a sports team mascot. Almost like cartoonish, right? Gotcha. And it was just like this, like this cool, like curious George looking monkey with like this like angry expression. It was a cool hat. And on the back it said in little letters, like on the backside, it was just boo-boo. Was it a strap, a button, or was it just a um I think it was just a like one of those like stretchy, like a flex fit type of hat. Where's that hat now? I don't know. I should have kept it. Oh shit, yeah, bro. Knowing my mom. Somewhere, like my mom, <laughs> mom I, has it. Yeah, I, oh, I gotta have all your old clothes, basketballs, shorts. I'm just, I'm just gonna start going to the park dressing like I did when I was like fucking seven years old. <laughs> Anybody want to play ball? My shirt just says, "If you don't beat me, like you don't get any pussy." <laughs> like one of those sarcastic N one shirts. You're getting pussy with that hat, though. If you have that yellow Fubu hat. Yeah. If I roll, if I, if I rolled up to the basketball court with that thing on. Get it now? Now, people are gonna be like, "Is he black? Like we don't know. Like, who wears Fubu anymore? He must be cool. His yeah. basketball shorts are, are down to his around? fucking ankles." Is that brand still around? Probably. Yeah. I don't know. Now I have. Fubu I haven't thought TV of Fubu now. since like twenty years ago. Yeah. Okay. So this is a blast from the past. This conversation. Shit, dude. It's bringing things back too. You know. But here's the thing: Can you be a good man if you're a white dude who wears Fubu? Nah, you're playing the game. You're <laughs> or, lying. or, or, are you giving a a a legendary company the money that they need to survive with with your purchases, and thus you're good? Yeah, you're voting with your dollar. Voting again, with your dude. dollar, bro. Great men vote intently and intelligently with their dollars. Because they want, great men want a great world around them. So they have to work hard to build it. Mm. Right? I came across this quote today, bro. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Seneca. And there was a quote I came across today that said, it's not because things are difficult that we do not dare. It is that we do not dare that makes things difficult. This goes back to what we were saying the first episode is all about bravery. You know, to be able to do things, even like to be good, even to be great. It all stems from the same place. Daring to do something. Right? Like daring to be good. Being good is very hard. On a daily basis, to be good yeah. is very difficult, I would say. I think Jordan Peterson talks about this. Yeah. And it's so true because being good, like really good, like a good person, um, is probably one of the most difficult things in the world. It's like a full-time job. You have to be on that every day because you could slip up like in two seconds. Somebody annoys you, just snap at them. Boom, you just ruined being good for the whole day. You just yelled at somebody, maybe curse somebody out. You're always tempted to act on emotion. Mm -hmm. You're still learning how to use the system, you know? So I think, I think, and a lot of people talk about this, I think chasing difficult things is where 
life really starts, you know, like chasing, that's why chasing a dream or chasing goals is so admirable in my opinion, because they're usually not easy. If someone sets a goal, it's inherently usually not easy. Some goals could be easy, but a dream, a goal, all these things are usually difficult. And that's why you're setting them because you're like, I have to accomplish these things. So I have to buckle down. I got to get my mind right. I got I to gotta work towards this. I got to chip away at it every day to accomplish it because it's hard. Yeah. And anything like going after anything hard, man, I have the utmost respect for because it takes everything you got usually, especially when there's like a million to one odds to get it done. Yeah, you just don't grow when you do easy shit anyway. Yeah. I was having this conversation with a, with a comic the other day um, about how people with talent a lot of times think that they, they don't have to work that hard because they have talent, but talent just gives you kind of a head start. It doesn't keep you in the game. And it's an attribute, right? It's like something you have. It's like bonus. But it's like if you and me are both musicians, we're both playing guitar, we both want to be famous guitar players, I'm naturally good at the guitar. You work really hard at it. I never work at it. I just stick with my talent and I never work hard. Eventually, you're going to surpass me. Yeah, the hard work beats the talent, right? Yeah. Most the of talent the time. Gets, the talent just gives you a head, a head start, but it's not a good finisher. Now, you can improve your talent with hard work and then you're unstoppable if you can do those two things. Like if you're talented with something yeah. and then you, you work hard on top of that, yeah. you're a master of whatever that is. But a lot of people just coast off talent. Yeah, you get lazy. And then when you don't do the difficult things, even if you're talented, right? It's like all these other people are putting in the, man, the, the fucking manpower, the, the long hours, while you're just like, oh, I'm already good at this. I don't need to improve. Yeah. And then you get lapped. Yeah. So like that difficulty, chasing that difficulty, even if it's not, yo, this thing's already easy for me, make it difficult. That'll make you the best at it. Right? Level yeah. it up somehow. Yeah. You're a great piano player. You know how to play a bunch of fucking Ed Sheeran songs. Good for you. Right? Okay. Now go play some Beethoven. Now go play some classical. Level the fuck up. If that's really like your main thing, you know, you could always get better. Yeah, so, it's true, man. You just get lazy. That's all it is. You get lazy, you get content. Because even if you do. Even if you get to a certain level and you do really well, like what's the next level? What's the next stage? Yeah. Like you have a red belt in jujitsu. Like where do you go from there? I mean, do you, can you still learn? And I think you can if you just make it difficult. You know, like if you seek to make something challenging, then you could always grow from it. If you go doing the same work, it's like working out. You do the same workouts every single week. Like you're going every week. You're consistent. You're working out, but you still look the same. It's because you're not making those things. You're not adapting to the different challenges. So, you know, there's a one week I'll do calisthenics. The next week I'll do weights. Next week I'll just do compound lifts. Like I'll always change it up and challenge my body in a different way. No matter what I'm doing to always stay at that level. Never get content. Even though I'm talented and maybe a few things always put in the work. Yeah. Always pays dividends in the end. Going sure. a going a war with that ego, man. It's all about the ego. This see this shirt. This is one of my favorite shirts, and and it's not even that old. But I'm wearing. I wear it so much that it's just getting fucked up. You know. It looks good. So this is this is. I'm putting my nerd hat on for a second. This is probably my favorite. Probably hands down my favorite character in fiction. Guts from Berserk, which is a manga. Japanese comic book slash anime, right? I've been a fan of this story for years. And it's stories like these and characters like this that inspire me like on the level, maybe even more so than real people. You know? Because this character's whole existence in the story from when he was a baby to now, the story's been going on for 30 years has literally just been struggling every step of the way. 
is other people challenging him or is he like yeah that too plus internal challenges like he was born from a corpse hanging in a tree mother was, was hanged with like the people of their village ransacked by mercenaries and there was a mercenary band rolling by this tree and in the in this puddle on the floor was baby guts dead and then somebody runs over this this woman she's with the the mercenary leader picks up the baby he goes what are you doing he's it's probably a cursed like because the baby was dead or he's like what are you doing the baby's dead like come over here she pulls him away the baby hits the ground kickstarts like the heart essentially birthing cries so then they pick the baby up they take him raise him to be a mercenary and that's how the story begins. Whoa. Now, without giving anything away, there's lots of twists and turns. And you really should watch it. There's, I think there's three movies still on Netflix, Berserk, but you got to watch them in order. They encapsulate only one portion of the full story, but it's a very important portion. You'll get the whole understanding of his character and what he goes through and what he's dealing with. But his nickname in the, in the, in the, in the story is Struggler. This one entity winds up like kind of shepherding him in a way and calls him struggler. Like he's like the he's like the personification of like the human spirit. Just trying to triumph uh over these impossible odds every step of the way. But what I love about him more than anything is that number one, his unconquerable um, willpower and number two incorporating that darkness within him because without it he wouldn't be able to survive he's not a good guy yeah I was just going to ask you that is he a great guy is he a good guy he's the he's the protagonist does he do bad shit to get through you I mean he's 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 technically he's murdered Hundreds of people. Because this is like back in like, the setting is like um, medieval times, essentially. Oh, so then that, that it's okay to kill people then in the back then. What is it? <laughs> He's like a part of this mercenary band. They get hired by different kingdoms to fight war in their wars. And he's killed hundreds of people. He's also killed demons and actual evil entities. But you could, you could argue... 100%. I mean, I know the whole story. You could totally argue that he's not a good man. But is he a great man? Has he accomplished great things that no other man can? Yes. But he's not good. He's trying to be, but yeah. he's not. That kind of reminds me of like guys like real hardcore like killers or gang members or how like a lot of them are well, I think like Scarface. I'm sure everyone saw that movie Scarface. Like Tony Montana, Al Pacino, and he's like, I don't kill the kids. Like, he's like a psychopath. Right. And he's he's like a bad dude. But then he also has like this good aspect to him where he's like, oh, kids, yeah. I, don't, I don't go there. I think that's just having rules and boundaries, you know? Like, like but it, it but yeah, he Tony like, Montana's a bad dude, though. Yeah, he's a bad dude. He'll kill. He'll kill a bunch of dudes in two seconds. But yo, he won't. He won't hurt the kids. All right. So he has rules. He's got yeah, some morality. He has like a morality to him. there, right? Yeah. But it's an, it's it's a, such an interesting conversation. I've always been fascinated by like just the just good versus evil in general. I think that's one of the reasons why I love um, why I love Catholicism so much. Like besides my actual faith and all that. It's so rich with like beautiful imagery, stories, Michael fighting the devil, and it's it's very it's I mean it's religion is all good and evil, yeah, and it's it, crazy. it's 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 um it's a story as old as time. It's the first story ever, good and evil, you know. Yeah, it's like I feel like it's like an internal conflict. It's an internal conflict that's portrayed. In external imagery. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a really interesting way to put it, actually. Yeah, like you see Michael, whatever, fighting the devil, whatever it is. Like that's 
it's not actual actually Michael fighting the devil. It's you fighting your own internal demons going back and forth, seeing like which one's gonna take over. That's a really uh, cool way to interpret that. But it's true. Like we, it all comes back. It all comes back to that question. Like, would you would you rather be good or would you rather be great? Can you be both? Yeah, I think you can. And is it is it okay to incorporate some of the evil for the greater good? So, like, have you ever heard of like a necessary evil? Of course. I consider myself like a good man right now. Like, I think like I'm a good man right now. But I think the reason why I'm a good man is because, like, I have this saying too. Like, you can't. In order to control your demons, you have to become the devil. Because like how could you how could you ever control something so fierce without being fiercer than it? And I feel like once you once you become that, then you no longer have to run run from any of these entities that are always chasing you. And when you turn and face it and merge with it and become it, then there's no longer anything to run from. Like, there's always a fear of, like, oh, shit, I'm going to go to hell and meet the devil. But if you become that, then there's no longer anything to fear. But if you become that and then you change what it does, like, if you become the devil, but you don't act on any of those demonic urges then you no longer have anything to run from, but also you're using the power that you've gained in a good light, in a good way. You know? That's powerful, man. Like if you can if you can handle it. Some people I feel like they get a taste and then they're like, you know what? Fuck like it. Let's explode. just explode. Let's just go all a hundred percent effort into being the devil. Instead of trying to like, I think that there is power in playing both sides, but secretly being on the good side, especially nowadays, like there's bad people in power, man. There's bad people in power. It just is what it is. Um, Not all, probably not all of them, but there, there are definitely people in power that are just bad people. What do you do about that? Well, it's hard to change things if you're not at the top. You could unite together, but it's also hard to do that because people have differing views. So if you're one individual, one, how do you change things in the system that maybe is corrupt or maybe is evil in some way, shape, or form? You try to get to the top of it. And sometimes to do that, you might have to sacrifice some of that goodness for the greater good and almost be a martyr in a way. It's a really deep... crazy. Fuck, man. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts, man. It would just it's take so, an it's advantage. It's beautifully painful, man. It's really, it really Shh. is. It's like Dude. the ultimate human sacrifice. You know? For the greater good, to sacrifice your own, like, salvation, essentially, and, like, live this, like, really prosperous and just, like, wholesome good life to try to, to, try to change the environment that you're in via... Entering this situation where you're going to have to be bad for a while, knowingly. Not that you get consumed by it. You're going to have to do things that you don't want to do for the greater good than what you're going to do later. And hopefully you make it to that point because it's a, it's a risk either way. It's not a guarantee. So now you have, to, you have to go in there and you have to also make it out alive to actually implement the change you want to implement. It's pretty fucked. That's, a, that's the biggest risk of all, I'd say. Look, like, that's the guys, oh, I want to rob. Like, say I want to do crime, right? Say I want to do crime. I want to, I want to rob, say I want to rob a bank, okay? I want to rob this bank. I want to dip my toe into evil to rob this bank because with this money, I'm going to do amazing things with it. I'm going to donate it all. I'm going to open up this hospital because my, my daughter died from this disease, so now I'm going to open up this entire wing in this hospital dedicated to this disease. Save a bunch of kids because I couldn't save my daughter. 
right? And I know from this hospital, I'm going to walk away, or this, I know from this robbery, I'm going to walk away with the money that I need to do that, the exact amount, right? For the greater good. But I got to do this bad thing first. Maybe, maybe during the robbery, somebody gets shot. Now I got to risk it all to do this. You know, maybe you I get caught, maybe I go to jail, maybe I get shot by the cops, maybe I, whatever, right? I feel like when you dip your toe into that, into that evil, even if it's something that doesn't seem evil at first, oh, you want to get in with your, with your boss? You want to get in with the people that you, that you work with that are just bad people, but you got to get in with them because you want opportunity, right? Oh, come on out. We're going to do this. We're going to go to this thing. We're going to hang out. Next thing you know, you're getting roped into a weird situation, but you want to get along with them. So maybe like you're doing, oh, come on. And then maybe the cocaine comes out. Maybe now you got to be <laughs> uncomfortable. Now you got to do things to kind of fit in with these people and dip your toe into uh, some bad stuff just because you're trying to get ahead or you're trying to, you have this greater goal in mind, you know? Dude, temptation. Because what are you trying to do? You're trying to raise, trying to get up on the ladder and, and take someone else's position or... Whatever it it's may be. It's usually not a good thing anyway. Look, like, at this, look at this weird Epstein Island situation, right? Say he was bringing people there. Maybe, maybe there was underage sex going on. Who knows, right? And then, like, now these people, like, he's getting them in these compromising positions, potentially, now, now to potentially owe him favors. Because apparently the guy, like, all the money he ever had, all the stuff he ever accumulated wasn't really his. It just seems like he just leveraged a bunch of people. So, like, if you're going to that island, right, <laughs> and then you're coerced into doing something you should not be doing because you want to rub shoulders with some of the world's most rich and influential people, presidents and whatnot, right? I don't know. We just give it, we just don't give People do all kinds of bad things, man. It's really scary. Dude, we just care about the wrong shit. Yeah. Like people are doing all this crap for like a piece of paper or a name or like trying to get up on something or like a trophy or a medal or or a hierarchy. Like if you just wash all that away and just stop chasing that, like you're good. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's all about the intention. What are you right? chasing? Yeah. It's all about the intention. If you're really not if you want to be like a big success and you don't use at least part of that to try to make a difference or make 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 this place that you've walked on a little bit better. What are you doing? Yeah, I feel like that's why we're doing the Harsh Fellows podcast. Because we want people to know who we are. We want them to know what we're about. We want to, like, speak our mind. We want the truth to get out, like, or, or our version of the truth. We want to make the world a better place. We want to give information or spread information that maybe we have learned that can help other people. Sure. And of course, you know, hack it up and make fun of it along the way. But yeah, you know, like we're 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 trying to get somewhere. We're trying to get attention, but we're doing it from a good place. Like you said, our intentions our intentions are good. It's all about intention, man. Yeah. At the end of the day, we had that lady. Like there was a lady that. Uh, she like drowned her kids in the bathtub mm. because she was, but she, she said that she was sending them to heaven. She was like saving them from going to hell. So she drowned all of her kids in the bathtub. I don't know if you ever heard I, that. Yeah, story. I remember that story. So like her intentions were good. Like she thought she was like doing the right thing. I don't know what ended up happening to her, but I think she went I to guess jail. she's in jail. Uh, like a mental institution. She had a, she had a problem. Yeah, for sure. But like she honestly believed like that that was true. Yeah, that's scary. That those types of things are scary when 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 it's like that's why belief is very powerful. That's why I look like look how many people die for belief. Look at the crusades, look at look at genocides, look at anything that's that's happened in history because we believe this and you don't. Okay. So there's been a lot of terrible things that have happened based on belief, you know, whether it's because of mental health or whether it's because of just a, just a, a sort of extremism, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so belief is a very powerful thing. That's what's so scary about today because 
it's like people it's like these people that are higher up or whatever you want to call it behind the scenes they're fighting for our belief for our attention they're like influencing us in the media all this stuff it's all they're all trying to get us to either think a certain way believe in certain things uh, disown other things and you know it's 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 all becoming like tribalism now but there are people that are influencing what we're into and what we're not. We got to be smart enough to, to know that those things are happening. That people are influencing you, that are potentially manipulating you. Like that's one of the things that people need to be aware of. And we always say it. Do your due diligence. Do it. Do it. I don't care if it's about science Medicine, politics, religion, I don't care what it's about. I love diving into shit. Do your shit. due diligence, yo. Dude, just dive Become in. Become who you are based on what you think, not what other people think, not what other people tell you. There's leaders and followers in this world. Which are you? Dude, I just don't know how people like can look up and not still be amazed. Like, I fucking like look at a, like, I just sometimes just stare at my hand and be like, whoa. <laughs> Like what? The times you're not doing hard drugs? What do you mean? Without doing any hard no drugs. No drugs at all? No drugs. Yeah. Sober as a pickle. <laughs> and I'll look at my five pickles and I'll fucking be like, what? What the fuck, dude? Like, I feel like people are so, they're like, oh, yeah, this is me. All right, cool. Yeah, that's the sun. That's the moon. That's some stars. All right, cool. I'm going to work today. Like, like, like I'll just step outside. I'll look up and be like, well, this is, this is sick, dude. Like, this is. Like, there's really something to this that's like, this is amazing. Like, I could look at a, like, people lost that spark. Like, they'll look at a flower and just rip it up, throw it on the floor. Eh, it's just a flower. Like, it's just a flower. Like, pick it up again and look at it. Mm. Like, like, are you really looking at it for what it is? Like, or are you just hit, fucking, you just fucking, you're fucking, you're fucking <laughs> shit up is what you're doing. Like you're like like you're looking at something that's that's staring you right in the face that's so f beautiful and powerful, and you're just writing it off. Like you give it a name. Oh, it's just a flower. I read about it in my biology class. Yeah, it has chloroplast and it has chlorophyll. Okay, that's all it is. Like, dude, no. See, I would be amazed by that flower because I don't even know what those two things are. <laughs> so either that flower is infinitely more interesting to me now. <laughs> Chloroplast and chlorophyll. chlorophyll and Hook chlorophyll. me up with some flowers. Well, give me these flowers, bro. I'll look at it. I'll gaze into its eyes. Yo, dude. But if a flower has no face, do we care about it? <laughs> <laughs> Just going on that for a second. Like, I was going to work, and I stop at this place to get coffee. And the lady behind the desk who gives the coffee, she was just like, something was up. Like, you could tell, like, her body. She had a face... So I could feel for her. Mm. So what she, kind of face was she making? She was making all types of ugly faces. Like she didn't want to be there. Do one, do one. And then Let me see. she was. Oh no! Resting bitch face. It was like a bitch face. No, no. It was. She didn't want to be there. Oh. I was. I asked her what's like. What what's wrong? Are you okay? She's like, yeah. She's like, I don't want to be here today. I want to be home. I want. I want to. I want to. I just want to be home today, like with my family. She just wanted to be home, hang out. And then I, I like, I looked at her and I was like, "Well, you are home." And then she smiled a little bit and she was like, "What? What do you mean I'm home?" She's in the middle of Manhattan in like this bodega, <laughs> serving me coffee, like about to get her mind blown, <laughs> about to get her fucking mind blown. She was like, by no, Pete. no kid would like, no one would ever say that. Like, no, no. one would ever say that. My point, my point to her was, you think that box that you go home to is your home, but you what you don't realize is right now you're expanding your home, and everyone is your family. So I was like, I, you are home, and I was like, I like I you're serving your family right now. Then she gave me the coffee, and I was like, thanks so much. Like, like she just served, like, a friend or, like, a family member. Right. 
You know what I mean? Because like people think, well, they go into work and like they're like, oh, I don't want to go into work today. But you're not. You're go. You're 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 home and you're serving your family. Like the universe is your home. Yeah. The planet is your home. Everyone around you is family. And as soon as you start thinking like that, you're gonna skip your way into work. I mean, some days are gonna be hard. But like every time I went to that bodega again, she was always happy and smiling, like right. to serve me and to serve everyone else. Because I was also on my way to go serve and give massages because that's what I chose to do. Right. You know? It's like, yeah, I, I totally agree with you, man. We're too, we're too self-centered and focused on our little immediate yeah. surroundings. Yeah. We get lost in it. Yeah. Our family, our family is the human race, man. Like, look, don't get me wrong. Family pisses you off sometimes. Maybe 50% of the time. Maybe 80%. In my case, 90%. But still, <laughs> we got to treat one another with respect, with kindness, with good intentions. That's, that's yeah. numero yeah, uno. That's how you be a great, good, great person, you know? Like I think that. that's the way to be the, to be the, 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 the golden combination is to uh, how you treat other people. That's, that's everything, you know? Because it's also a reflection of how you treat yourself. Yeah, dude, it's all a reflection. It's all a reflection for sure. What's that on your wrist there? What does that say? What, this? That band there. Uh, so it says, the future is in your hands. The future is in your hands. Yeah. What is that from? It's like a massage. It's from this, this <laughs> company that I work at. <laughs> the future is in my hands. Well, you know. <laughs> Literally, some fourteen-year-olds listening to this right now, I'm like the future is in my hands. Really? Well, you know, in a massage type of way. In a massage type. <laughs> Only if you come to me, then. Yeah. Your future is in my hands, actually. Yeah, everybody's future is in Pete's hands because you should all be going to him because he's the best massage therapist in New York. I don't know what everybody's waiting for. <laughs> People have no idea, bro. Oh, Joe. People have no idea, and you know I fucking believe what I'm saying. You've manipulated me enough <laughs> with your skills. To know that this is what I believe. Pete, he captured my belief. He fought for it. And now I'm a believer in Pete and those hands. They do great work. Saved my life. Thanks, bro. Of course, man. I'm just excited like to give massages. You're a good man, dude. Yo. Not the Steven Seagal version. You can't like break people's brain stems. I'm a good man. I snap brain stems with my karate chop. I don't think that's really good. Sounds pretty fucked up, actually. Sounds like what bad men do. Just because this gentleman stepped on your toe. Oh, excuse me. I didn't see you there. <laughs> Snaps the guy's brainstem. No, dude. I love massages. I love massages. I love giving massages. Mm. I never thought I would, but I freaking love giving massages. At first, I was like, yo, this is much. This is a lot. A lot of work. But then you just like kind of get a little numb to it, and then you just love it, and I just fell in love with it. Now it's like I can't freaking wait to do it. Oh, that's amazing, dude. It's good, yeah. I love that. Yeah, I know with the Steven Seagal thing. And I hate, I'm sorry I keep bringing it back to Steven Seagal, but he claimed to be it a good man in this movie. It all goes back to Steven Seagal. I don't Seagal. see how he's a good man. Okay, that's all I'm saying, all right? <laughs> but I will say, in this, there's an interview where he's talking about, oh yeah, we can snap brain stems, like I said, with the karate chop. It's like, how do you know you can do that unless you actually practice that on a flesh-covered body with bones in it? Like, how do you actually know that? I think he does it with like steel pipes and stuff. So like he, he bends the pipes. He's like, yo, if that was a neck. If totally Steven Seagal put a video online, karate chopping a steel pipe and bending it. It's official. Till then, I'm, I feel like it's hearsay. We'll see. We'll see. In the meantime, I'll try to be good slash great men who don't karate chop people's brainstems unless we have to. We'll see what happens. And even then, we don't know if it would work. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna go about our lives, and we're gonna try to be great men, be great men, but also good men and good men. Yeah, if it's possible, we'll let you guys know. Yeah, comment down below. Let us know what you guys think. Let us know if it's possible to be good and great at the same time, or is there a sacrifice involved? Tell us what you guys thought of the episode. Hit us up with any questions, comments, concerns. We're we're looking forward to hearing from you guys. I think we got some pretty interesting talking points in today. I enjoyed oh, yeah. this. That was great. I enjoyed this a lot. That was a great cast. I hope you guys have a good one. And uh, 
Stay good. Stay good. Stay fucking good. And one day, be great. Peace. This is the Hush Fellows Podcast, featuring Joe and Pete, where they discuss life's harsh truths and make fun of everything. Subscribe!